0: And they have done just that, retired confidently. If you're willing to go with me, I can tell you how. It's story time. Let's go. Hello, my friends. Thanks for joining me on the podcast this week. So uh, we're coming up upon Christmas here, and that's certainly on my mind. But let me let me tell you a little personal inside into uh, telton's life is my dad has been sick for a few years now we thought he was going to get better and then he got really really sick a a little over a month ago and then ended up uh, passing away here just recently and as i record this podcast i'm actually going to speak at his funeral uh tomorrow well i guess in two days So that's what's on my mind and talk about a podcast that's just dedicated to telling stories where we are willing to just celebrate the successes and also talk openly about the messes of life and retirement. My dad uh, dying before he turned age 70 is it certainly it feels like uh, what would fall into the mess side of things. But he's also had a very, very productive life, been a blessing in my life. And so to undermine the success of his life would certainly not be an accurate representation. So I wanted to tell you a quick story about an experience with my dad that I actually think about often, think about it really often. We'll we'll see how long they take. I have two experiences. So both of these stories come out of... My time as a teenager, the first one happened. My uh, I had a good friend, good family. Uh, they lived kind of across the the field, uh, kitty corner through the block from us, and they had a milk cow and just a maybe. I think there were two or three corrals right there close to their house. Uh, small field just to the east of their house, and then if we got on the highway and drove up the river. Then they actually had a piece of property that backed up to the Virgin River, uh, which was also kind of fun because that section of the Virgin River had a little bit of an island on it. So we always felt like Huck Finn when we wanted to cross that section of the river, go out on the, the island and, and hang out. Of course, the Virgin River <laughs> is nowhere near as big as the Mississippi, but that was, that was as close as we were going to get to be at uh, Huck Finn and camping out on an island. So um, I spent a lot of time with uh, my friend's name, let's call my friend Jim, and, uh, and his dad, Jack. I spent a lot of time with Jim and Jack. I would go over after school, and um, we'd get in the car and go up, work on uh, something uh, on their piece of property on their farm where they had a few cows, had fences to, to fix and maintain, up on their piece of property by the river and then come back with them, uh, help Jim milk their cow and prepare the milk and, and take that in and then come home just in, in time to, to get ready and, and go to bed kind of uh, an experience. And I suppose it was it was fun. It was a change. It was different than the, the farm work that, that I was required to do on our own piece of property. And without realizing it, I was just spending more and more and more time uh, with them and focused on that. My dad came down into my bedroom one day and uh, sat on the edge of my bed and he said, tell, I want to tell you a story from when I was working construction. A guy hired a young man, a teenager to be his gopher. That's what they would call him, their gopher. They would basically, they were there. They could pick up little pieces of the trade, but and and learned something but for the most part they were just there as as soon as the as soon as the boss said hey run grab me this they'd run grab it come back okay now i need this and the better the gopher was the more in tune they were with what was going on of the needs of the main worker so that they could be on top of getting them what they needed when they needed it and and move the the job along he said when i was working construction a uh, young man uh, was working for one of my friends and he was hustling. I always saw him working and he was going and he was doing. He was just it seemed like he was a really good worker and one day I showed up and my friend had fired this teenager. And I so I asked my friend like what happened? I I thought he was pretty good. And he said, uh, "Well, I felt like he was always on the move and I felt like he was seemed to be working but it wasn't ever for me, and my dad came to realize he's, he's he started to think about it that that young man was doing the right thing in in trying to be helpful, but I- instead of focusing on the person who was paying him, he was focusing on anybody and everybody who would say, "Hey, go grab this, go do this, do that. Let me show you this." And so, in the end, it wasn't a it wasn't mutually beneficial for my dad's friend to to keep him hired because he said, man, I couldn't, I couldn't get him to, to be here and engaged and, and with me figuring out what needed to happen for our project, our piece of the construction that we were working on. And then my dad said, do you know why I'm telling you this story? <laughs> and I, I forget what I said. I think it was something noncommittal because I, I knew why he was telling me that story. It was pretty obvious that he felt like I was spending too much time with uh with my friend Jim and his dad Jack. And and so I gave some kind of non-committal answer and he said, Yeah, that's that's what's going on here. And I wanted to bring it to your attention that the we need you and you need us and There's times at your life when you really need to figure out who's paying you. And I thought, you know, that was hard for my dad. My dad didn't ask for help. He, when we were going to haul hay, he would usually call out like, hey, I got some hay to haul. Or he would just teach you that this is the process of uh, when it's time to water, when it's time to cut, when it's time to bale or if before you bail if it got a little wet then when it, when it's time to rake to flip it over and get it get it dry now when it's time to bail and then when it's time to haul and when it's time to do do the chores to feed he would just teach you that process and then he would expect that you would do that and if you didn't then he just did that and he, so for better or for worse he, he was not great at asking for help and I look back upon that experience and and think that it was worth it for him to come at that from a kind of a a vulnerable, humble place to teach me that lesson. And it certainly helped us and helped the family. And I clued in that we had a lot going on as a family and that uh, I couldn't be working for somebody else that wasn't paying my way in life and that was fun and friendly, but wasn't invested in my future. Or I I could focus on really who was the most engaged and concerned with, with me and my success. And that was, you know, with my family and with what we were doing as a family. And so I think certainly I did help the family more after that, but I think it was more important than that. I think it really came down to my dad was willing to ask for help in that regard so that I would learn a lesson. And here's how this applies to retirement planning for me. And then we'll talk about how it might apply to retirement planning for you. But for me, it has always been very, very, very easy to go to great lengths to figure out what is best for the client. And I really think as I've thought back, like where did that come from? Obviously some of that's just integrity and that's just kind of the way you're raised. But part of it comes from this concept that my dad taught me is, these people are invested in you. They're invested with you. Like you're engaged together to hit this end goal. And this concept of just do the right thing for the client has just always been, it just been so natural because it made so much sense that we're all in this thing together. We're going to go hand in hand for years down the road. And so we're invested in, in the, the success of the overall program. And that was a great lesson that he taught me with a simple story and um, and, a, and a willingness to point something out that he could have just let slide and he probably could have gotten the, the work done that he needed to get done. but I think that was a benefit for me and I think now from like from your perspective, where you're kind of at this place of determining for the next years ahead of you what's the right course of action? What's going to be paying your way going forward? And here's how I see this play out in a a couple different ways. The first is in in the employer and in the employee relationship that there's a transition that happens when the employee starts to realize, my employer, I'm not going to keep working forever. And it's scary, but often it's the right thing to do to start to transition their career, start to involve other people so that they can come in. That's scary, and it's, and it's hard to do, and it feels like you're losing some of your value, but I think it's is, is, it's right to say that this is not, I'm not going to go hand-in-hand hand through 30 years of retirement with this company. I'm actually going to be hand-in-hand hand through 30 years of retirement with my family and my own personal finances, and it's very appropriate to really start to dial in and focus on what what has been on your radar, but hasn't been your focus, definitely it's time to bring that into razor sharp focus of, and and as we've talked about extendedly with the Retire Confidently program, get tons of clarity of it. exactly how this is going to work, because this is these are going to be the assets that you're going to go down the road with, that you're going to be very accurately said invested together as you go down the road of retirement. And then that I think that's a good point. Even, even more applicable point is with business owners that to take a step back and put yourself in that position of the gopher and say, who's paying me? What What assets are going to pay for my retirement? What am I going to go hand in hand with through the next 30 years And by giving it some attention and by focusing on that, you actually will start to make better decisions and more clear decisions, even difficult decisions or scary decisions about how do we transition this over so that other people have ownership. That's a big deal. And I don't mean mean to make that sound easy because I've seen how hard that is for my, my business owner clients, but it's the right thing to do to start to think about, okay, who am I going to be with? What are the assets that are going to carry me through my future? And let's start to focus on those. And maybe that means you focus more on what you have been doing just because you know what to do, but at the same time, you create a game plan of when you're going to start to phase out of of those. So I thought that was a, that was a great lesson that um, that my dad taught me when it comes to always paying attention to like who's really invested in your success and make sure that you're Putting in time, effort, and energy with those parts of your life. Thanks for joining me this week. I'm going to share the next story uh, uh, next week, or or maybe the week after. I'll ju- I'll sprinkle some on there. Obviously, this is on my mind. Uh, I got another story I want to share with you, but we'll we'll save that one. Thanks for joining me this week. Kind of a different. Probably podcast, but I appreciate you joining me. I love all the feedback I get as as folks have been so delighted to to learn and to be entertained as we go down this uh, Retire Confidently podcast road. Hey folks, one last thing. If you have not checked out the Retire Confidently program recently, you really need to. We have drastically change the cost associated with that program. So to go to teltonhall.com forward slash program, and then click sign up, and then put in the discount code PODCAST, PODCAST, all caps. you are gonna be blown away at the price that you'll pay for what a program that could massively change your retirement outlook, your confidence towards your retirement, and make thousands, ten thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars of difference in your retirement. Don't miss this. Take advantage of it right now. teltonhallcom forward slash program. Click sign up, use the discount code PODCAST in all caps and for the price of, I mean, the less than a pair of basketball shoes, less than a really nice dinner out. You can get access to a program where we've seriously tried to give you every tip, every trick, every piece of education, every strategy that we can to turn any angst you have about retirement into confidence towards your retirement. Check it out, teltonhall.com forward slash program. I am super excited for you. Your future retired self is ecstatic for you.